Welcome back to San Halen. Let the tasty licks flow. San Halen featuring Mark Sander on guitar. Brian Hanley on more guitar. Even I'm playing guitar. And vocals too. <laughs> San Halen on Chicago's home for rock. I mean sports. ESPN Chicago. Oh, yeah, throwing up the metal horns for that one. The big voice knows who we are, Brian Hanley. Good morning. Wow. Do we have a production budget all of a sudden? Yes, we do. We do. Zan oh. Halen. I like that. I oh. like that a lot. Man, that... that yeah, somebody knows, somebody knows my Van Halen fandom around here. That's all I'm saying, which I appreciate. They're paying attention. Now we really got to put up a show, don't yeah, we? Yeah, I guess we do. We I guess we do. I guess we do. So plug in and uh, warm up that tube amp, pal. Mm-hmm. And we're still talking about instruments? Well, I guess we yeah. musical anyway. Yes, yes, we are. Hey, it only <laughs> takes one, Brian. It only takes one run more than your opposition to win hey, a game. I, it I only takes like, one. Here's how I felt like opening the show before that, which, which I'm still, you know, took my breath away. I was going to sing Go Cubs Go because the Cubs won twice yesterday. All right, you want to say, do you want to start it? I'll jump in. Go Cubs, Cubs Go. go. Go, go Cubs, Cubs go. go! Hey Chicago, Chicago what, what do you say? The Cubs, Cubs won. Win today. One, two. Is, are they going to win another one though? No, but Dylan Cease and Eloy Jimenez are, are Cubs, so that's how they won the game. Oh, yesterday. see, I know what you did there. Yeah. yeah, well, they're not Cubs, pal. They were <sighs> once for about five minutes, and those five minutes are way gone. Sorry, well, bye. Where Quit trying to connect them to the Cubs. Where would you be without those two? Uh, certainly Dylan sees from pretty much day one of the season. And all of a sudden, Aloy is, uh, he's out there and he's uh, swinging the bat. Hey, he's, you know, he's he's like a singles machine. I know he hit a home run last night. Well. But he's been, he's been, he's been on fire. Small ball by a big man. Well, someone needs to be. Um, I know, Yas- I know. Yasmani Grandel, it was funny watching the game last night. Jose Abreu wanted to get the ball out of play and, and save it for Grandel because he snapped the open 22 or whatever. <laughs> you know you know what? Look, I really enjoy when I see Abreu laughing and making yeah, fun of somebody. Absolutely. Josh Harrison's always got a smile on his face. I like that guy more and Is more. And I, I, was always, I was always good with Josh, even from the beginning. We were all sucking wind at the same time as far as the Sox players and Josh he's starting to you know he has been producing he had an error last night but everybody has an error he's been pretty much a rock star and and that smile I just love it so when you saw uh, Bray you having fun with Yasmani because Yasmani seems like he's in a tractor pull like he's pulling cool. some like a trailer well, behind him know, he's, God he's bless pull- him he well, made you know it to second. He's pulling a little extra weight in my world. Um, you know, Matt Eberflus wouldn't go for that. He'd be he'd get him in condition. Um, well, then but, there's the, then there's there there's there's a lot going on there. And I tweeted just before yesterday's game that it seems like Yasmani to date and and yesterday did not change my mind necessarily, but maybe maybe this is a corner turner. And I know we've used that stupid <laughs> phrase so many times this year. But he has been the biggest bust for the White Sox. Well, absolutely. Sure. I mean, and, and we all know he's hurt, so let's give that caveat. caveat. Okay, he's hurt. Is he still now hurt? No, he's not. But no, what's hurting him, hurting the Sox, is that he's not hitting home runs anymore. So he had 23 right. last year. Yes, in he did. Games, yes, he did. Okay? Yep. He's got two. 
two and fifty nine. So that's not the the pace is what you call uh, falling off. Um, and a and cliff. We talked about this. I'd say a month ago. Um, not enough home runs. Now Dylan Cease. Let's celebrate Dylan Cease for a minute because the first inning. You know, you think one of these days he's just going to have a clunker because he's human, right? He no, he's not. Him, no, he's not. No, he gathered himself in and just mowed down 13 in a row after, you know, allowing the one run in the first inning. God bless him because he said, well, it was a mechanical thing. And I figured it out quickly. And you could see him coming off the mound a couple times yep. talking to Grandal like, hey, was that too high? Like, you know, mm-hmm. he, he seems to know exactly what the issue is. And he doesn't dig a bigger hole. He just corrects it. And he and Ethan Katz were talking after he left the game about, you know, Katz kept coming back to him with the clipboard. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. Then he brought him the uh, the little uh, uh, tablet. And they were looking at some yeah. things. And, and yeah. He, well, they he, ought to bring him the Cy Young Award soon. Well, um, I'll tell you something. Um, I, I'm I'm sure you, you heard this. He became the first non-opener to accomplish uh, this feat since ERA became an official stat in 1913. He recorded his 13th straight start, allowing one earned run or less. Can you imagine that? Jacob deGrom, 2021. Um, and they put up the graphic last night. You know, there were three or four pitchers that you know are Hall of Fame guys, if not now will be. I mean, it, what he's doing, it, I, I was watching that thinking, now there are two totally different types of pitchers, right? But the stretch that Jake Arrieta went on in 2015 and, and even the first four starts of 2016, I mean, that was just stupid stuff. It was mm-hmm. Bob Gibson-esque, and, you know, he, he he's 6'4 and 230, and I don't know if Dylan Cease weighs 160. But, um, you know, he did Arrieta did with fastballs. He does it with slider primarily. I know that uh, Benetti, Jason Benetti and, and Stoney are talking about does he rely on too much. And a few and a few well timed curveballs last night. Yes, right. Um, but that Arietta stretch where he just strapped the the Cubs on the, his back and got him into the playoffs, right? A year before they won the World Series. Um, Dylan sees it's not that same. I mean, he I think um, Arietta went sixteen and zero with a zero point five eight ERA in that stretch from fit twenty fifteen second half into twenty sixteen and two no hitters. But there were a couple differences there. Arietta went fur- further into games, right? I mean, he was allowed to. I think he averaged 100 pitches a start where Dylan Cease is at about, uh, I think, 96 or so, so mm-hmm. far. He's um, popped over 100 a few times. Yeah, but he, and, there's and, definitely no limits on him yeah, in, until it, he just loses his stuff. Yeah, but I think even, you know, four, five, six years ago, there was a you know different mindset to yes, let guys was, go yeah. go as far as they mm-hmm. want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I mean, it's it's just this impressive streak. Again, he's a different type of pitcher, but to see them and just kind of have that sense coming out going in that you know you know if you put a couple two runs up like last night, that should be good enough because you just said the streak one or zero runs at thirteen, that gives you a pretty good confidence level, right? Yep, you just need to score more runs. And again, they won last night, and you know, sometimes winning isn't really sexy or pretty when you win by one run in a low-scoring game. But, yeah, you know, we're, we're still talking about the offense. We're still talking about the offense. And now the starting pitching is uh, getting better. Lynn has looked really good. Giolito got out of some trouble. Uh, you know, Cueto is Cueto. What a great surprise that is. And now we've got uh, Jake Diekman, who looked great. A couple times we used them since the trade deadline. So 
pitching looks like right now, knock on uh, whatever this is, it uh, looks good. We just need that offense to be firing more consistently. We need people like Tim Anderson to start hitting. What? what I mean, he's streaky. He's always been streaky, but, boy, he is at the bottom right now. Well, he, he, he went on a 17-game on base streak, mm-hmm. and then he's 0 for 5 with five strikeouts, and then, you know, a, a ground up. I mean, and there's another guy who the ball isn't leaving the ballpark for, right? No, no. And, and it, it's not that difficult. I know caller George a month or so ago took umbrage at my suggestion that at the time whatever was 63 home runs with three teams fewer having fewer was not going to be good enough for the White Sox. And Rick Hahn came out after saying they need to have the swagger, maybe I don't know if they have the swagger now because they're having fun and and they've you know been well, playing. Well, much. Uh, you know the question begs: Does the swagger come first? Ozzy feels like Ozzy again feels like the swagger. If you got it, you always have it. You don't lose it because right. you're losing. Right. Your your personality is that you know mm-hmm. you don't that doesn't go away. I, I so if you follow that kind of uh, definition by Ozzy, this team doesn't have swagger because right. it does go away. Right. Um, but. You know, Rick Hahn said it this week, ball goes far, team goes far. I mean, it's not it's not really difficult to figure out. And Daryl Von Schauer in the Sun-Times, you know, wrote a whole story about it. We talked about it a month ago. And, you know, George was like, home runs are overrated. And, you know, how many home runs Well, it would be matter? nice to be in a position where home runs are overrated because we're just playing small ball every game and scoring a lot of runs on singles and doubles and maybe some triples. But that's not the case. Well, here's the thing. Sox... When they hit a home run, just one, mm-hmm. Roy Jimenez, yep. they're 38 and 25. Okay? Simple math. When they hit two or more, 17 and three. Sox math. I mean, it, it, it's not that difficult because they're doing just fine. I mean, they're, they're third in hits and fourth in average and 17th in, in runs scored. So it's not like they're bottom of the barrel offensively in every category. It's just they can't hit home runs. And when they do hit home runs, life's a lot easier for them. It's not that difficult. 312-332-3776. If you want to jump in, we're going to cover a lot of ground with the White Sox. But you're you're right. You're right. It is simple math. You know, a, a ball goes far, team goes far. That's what Rick said. I mean, he, you know, whether you think he's doing a good job as a GM, he's, he's seen baseball. All right, so enough. then the question is, why isn't ball going far? Now, I know we, we, you know, Eloy had a home run last night, and I think you have a Twitter poll up. You suggested that um, we, uh, who is going to have more than 20 home runs? How many White Sox players are going to have? uh, So, Jose Abreu leads the team with 14. Mm -hmm. God bless. Yes, he does. And then uh, we got Luis Robert at 12 and Andrew Vaughn at 10, and then it's single digits from there. Yeah. Kevin Mm -hmm. Sheets at nine, by the way. Right. So, we'll, we'll be zero, one, two players three or more, and that's going to be kind of telling because I don't think you're a playoff team if it's just even one. Now, last week we had the Twitter poll, how many how many trades would Rick Hahn make <laughs> by the 5 o'clock deadline on, two, uh, on Tuesday, and and one, I think one won. One or more, yeah, one, one and uh, I think two was second. Yeah, well, Rick's... Three or more, was, I, nobody said three or more, and no, well, nobody believed that. Well, you know... With good here's, reason. Here's Diekman, and there's your one move. I mean, was that good enough? Um, and th- did he apologize in the clubhouse? Was that the gist I was getting? Because, I mean, God bless Liam Hendricks. He's like, you know, you want an answer to a question, you go ask him. He goes, yeah, I thought we were going to do more than that. You know, I guess yeah, we just well, well, yeah. I guess we got to go out and do it ourselves now. Yep, I think that's the message that's been sent. 
so getting back to why aren't they hitting the home runs? You know, is this a uh, is this a hitting coach issue? Is this uh, you know telling them the home runs aren't important, uh, or is this you know a case of uh, like last night? Okay, we won the game, but did you notice three garbage swings at the top of the ninth by Yasmani after having a decent day? Yeah, well, that's trying it, to do too much. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I would think. Yeah, you know, you're, you're swinging for the fences, and I knew as a kid. It's like, don't try to hit a home run. Try to put the bat on the ball, and the rest will take care of itself. Is it that simple? Probably not. But why are they not hitting the home runs? Especially in a ballpark at home, and they're not winning enough at home because probably because they're not hitting enough home runs at home. Other teams have no issue hitting at the rate, right? This, I mean, is, this is my point. And we have yeah. people who can hit home runs. Every one of these people we mentioned, Jose at 14, that's low for him at this point for sure. Luis Robert. You know, when he came up, Brian, was he the guy that they were touting that was going to hit a ton of home runs? I thought he was more of a kind of an all-around type player, Yeah, you know, maybe well, hitting I, for average and such. He certainly has power, when crazy he did, power. When he did hit home runs, though, I mean, he punished the Yes, ball. he did. Yes, You he could did. hear, like, the ball cry. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, it was that. And, and I, think, I think we'll eventually get back to that, hopefully. But it is, it is a weird phenomenon that we there is nobody – Jose at fourteen, that's not a lot for this point of the the year. No. And no, and was, so why is this happening? This seems to be a systemic issue with the whole team. A team it, that should be hitting home runs. And can it change from here till the end? I mean Tim Anderson And what has to change to make it change? That's a great question because Tim Anderson has one home run since May twenty second. Right. That's right. a little bit of a, a little bit of a sample size. Yeah. Right? Why do we Why do we get to a break? Come back three one two three three two three seven seven six. We need to hit more home runs on the south side. What has to change? If you want to jump in and let us know, you know, is it uh, you know, is it from the coaching staff? Is it the approach of the players? You know, in your mind, what has to change to hit more home runs on the south side? Because Ball goes far, team goes far. Simple as that. 312-332-3776. It's Hanley and Xander on ESPN 1000. We'll be right back. There are millions of places to get ESPN Chicago. There are smart speakers, phones, podcasts, standing in front of the old National Bank studio on State Street. Hello? There's Twitch.tv, FMHD, and of course, the original ESPN 1000 on the AM dial. We're glad you found us. And so are these very patient hosts, Mark Xander and Brian Hanley. Pitch swung on and driven out into deep left center, and that baby will go into the bullpen. Go ahead, home run, Eloy Jimenez. It's 2-1. to one. Connor had that one on contact. He's had that one gone, and he just pointed to the left center field fence. And sure enough, that got out of here in a heartbeat. So you're always looking fastball. Were you looking in that at bat? And how are you able to kind of adjust to the slider? Nice question. <laughs> yeah, I always, I'm, I always looking fastball. You know, uh, try to be. Sometimes with the fastball, and then adjust to the sliders or breaking balls. And there's another one that's always smiling most oh. of the time when he's on the bench and actually healthy. And the home runs, that helps. Eloy Jimenez hitting that home run last night that got out of the ballpark quick. It's more like a line drive. It wasn't a big, big bomb. And it didn't look 
on TV like it was a guaranteed home run. But uh, as you heard the call there, there was a no doubter right there, Brian. And we need to hit more home runs. What's it going to take? No doubt about it. You need to hit home runs. Look, the White Sox have 92 so far. Only four teams have hit fewer. Even Oakland has one more home run. Now think about that. <laughs> ah, even, I hate even, that. But the good news is Cleveland, who also sat idle uh, up to trade deadline time, right? Um, and you're, by the way, buried the lead. You're now tied for second with Cleveland. Um, and so. I, you know what? I, I don't want to say it out loud. I don't want to jinx it. That's how okay. fragile this season is. Well, and it made it interesting. You know, they the uh, Stony and and was monitoring the Twins last night, and they made it interesting because they went into extra innings after having a pretty healthy lead, ended up winning six to five, so kept their couple games up on the White Sox. But Cleveland didn't do anything. We've talked about how they have uh, maybe the lowest, if not the lowest, uh, bottom two or three payroll, and they've been doing right. it with. And that was a big surprise that they didn't do anything. Yeah, what were right? they thinking? But they only have eighty-five home runs, so they don't hit the home run uh, hit home runs either. But they are except much... when they play us, and yes. Josh Damn Naylor. Yeah, um, but yeah, you, I, I mean it, it's not a mystery. If you don't start hitting more home runs, you're going to be probably on the outside looking in for the playoffs. And in my world, it's pretty simple. I'm not saying you have to be in the top ten, but you can't be in the bottom five. Let's put it that way. Yeah, we've got Owen from Willowbrook. Welcome to the show, Owen. It's Xander and Hanley on ESPN 1000. What's up, buddy? Good morning, guys. Good morning. Um, hey, I think what the Sox need to do if they're going to hit more runs is they got to be a little bit more patient at the point. I think they have to get guys that are the table setters to be able to get on base, uh, take some walks, and then have the guys that are going to be able to hit the homers be more patient and get a 2-0, 3-1 counts, which the Sox don't do a lot of they're they're, they're getting up there swinging from the heels right oh yeah the, the the lack of patience at the plate has been glaring yes all season and i think yeah and i think if they're more patient and the table setters can eventually take some walks walks lead to more than they need more than just home runs they need home runs with men on base they can't just hit those solo shots either right i mean the, well the solo the, the shots help the but yeah to have them loaded up but you know we've also had an issue all year owen of the fact that we leave people on base yeah yeah there's no doubt and that's and then the, the, patience, the other yeah. thing, then the other thing is except for uh sheets we don't have any really anybody hitting home runs from the left side and they're facing right handers all the time so i think that's a big issue too but i think patience well, patience from this team, I think you'll show more power. Thanks, Owen. We appreciate it. Um, you know, that that might be the overarching opinion. That was my opinion, Brian, going into this. It's got to start with patience. Well, and, and earlier in the week, you know, saw the, the, the regular drumbeat about firing Frank Minichino, right? And, you know, it's it, like too but far. But that was the not season. on the sign of the Wiener Circle. No, no. There was somebody else. Yeah, his name, and that was after the sleepy game. Yeah, and, and talk about the sleepy game. Okay, so okay, that was and it, well, let's explain this. Um, yeah. The sleepy game was, and a meme. This is going to live in the White Sox infamy. The sleepy game was when somebody caught Tony, kind of drowsy in the first inning of what was it Wednesday's game? Yeah, he was fighting. He was holding, his, trying to keep his eyes open. It's like he, me watching the Sox when they're losing a boring game at about 9.30 at night. Same yeah. thing. And and Tony is much older than you are. so And, and, <laughs> and that was Steve Stone, but uh, it isn't what it is. And he blamed the cameraman 
Now, the cameraman, <laughs> the cameraman has a job to do, okay? Right. Stoney has a job to do. Stoney can't sit up there and pretend, you know, he can't, you know, maybe he's not, it doesn't carve up or, or is blatant, you know, criticism like he used to be when years past. But he will be critical and he will say, guys, I hustle better or whatever. The cameraman has a job to do. And if the cameraman at the end of the dugout is supposed to be watching said dugout, first of all, it's not the cameraman's um, fault. Stoney, it, it's the director's fault. He can choose to take that job. Yes, that's right. So everybody understands behind the scenes, you have a director in a room that's looking at all the cameras and they call the different shots. Absolutely. So if they didn't want that shot. The director could have said, "Not get off of that, go to camera two. Right. So the TV truck is on site at the ballpark. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and Arnie Harris used to be the legendary guy at WGN forever with the hat shots and everything else. Yep. And, and that. He's looking, like you said, probably in these days, what, six different cameras and, and playoffs, it could be 12 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he said, give me camera one. Give me a close-up of the hitter, camera two. Give me the center field shot, camera three. It, take two, take three. That's how it goes. The cameraman doesn't just hit a button and then his camera gets activated. Right. The cameraman f- finds something and lands on it, and it's up to d- the director if he gets airtime. And it's, I'm sorry. That's kind of newsworthy. And so, you know, Stoney has his job to call the game. The cameraman has his job to find things that are interesting that would make the broadcast more interesting or, or newsworthy or whatever. And the director, Marquis got hammered, rightfully so, earlier in the season for the reporter show where they apparently stopped uh, broadcast or stopped recording it because the panel was being too critical about the Cubs earlier in the season. Right. right? Right. And they said it was a technical issue, but during yeah, the, well, that's what happens when the team owns the owns, broadcast network, right. and and the White Sox own uh, twenty five or thirty percent of NBC Sports Chicago, mm-hmm. right? And the yep. Cubs used to own part of that too, and then they started Marquee. So, you know, when when Marquee stopped the uh, recording of that particular show, and then the producer came in and softly suggested maybe we don't use these certain words, they a little <laughs> too negative, and then. You know, got it leaked out, and they were hammered for being a, a show that was going to be a homer show. And again, really. rightfully so, they got right. hammered. And certainly, you can't accuse the pre and post game with Chuck Garfine and Ozzy and Frank and uh, no, Scotty they're Potts. absolutely hilarious. Right, and and you know. Obviously, we saw Tim Anderson go to Twitter and tell Ozzy to, you know, SPFU. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, a little but, sensitive but, this year, huh, Tim Anderson? Well, but my point is. You know, that uh, that was a misplaced criticism. Stoney was basically saying the cameraman shouldn't have put the camera on, on a sleepy manager. Right. Now, Stoney knows better. He should know better. Yes. Well, you I, look, I love, 40 years Stoney. in this business, yes, he yeah. knows better. Right. I mean, remember when the Cubs in the clubhouse got upset with, with his criticisms and, you know, were calling up the press box and confronting him on the charter and everything else? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. One of the storylines this year is that Tony's not fiery enough and, you know, maybe is too old because he doesn't have the energy. And when you have an up and down choppy season like this, everything is open for debate and criticism and critique, right? Hey, I'm not Tony's age, but I'm thinking I'm not up for running a baseball team at his age when I get And he wanted to, and Jerry wanted him maybe more than Tony wanted the job, but Jerry was going to make amends. And here you are. So... Everything's on the table, and if you don't want to get criticized, take a five-hour energy drink or whatever before the, the before the game. I don't know. I've never had one, but whatever need you need to do, you know, 
mainline Mountain Dew for an hour before. I don't. I don't. Don't take that Aaron Rodgers tea though. Don't do that because we. we no, that'll take you the other might, direction. That's the wrong direction. Yeah, the cameraman might really <laughs> might be seeing Tony climbing on the ceiling. I, I don't know. I've never tried that stuff. So. Well, maybe uh, that would fire the team up, Brian. I, I, but look, you just you, you can't nod off and then have, well, they shouldn't have shown that. I'm sorry. Everything's fair game. Any, you know, we saw David Ross with the double bird last week, right, to Jock Peterson. Right. He was just joking around. And that, and that was a director's decision well, to go ahead and focus on that and give it to airtime. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Stoney, I, I mean, I I, you it, know, it, this it, year. It, it didn't make the broadcast, but someone caught it in the dugout. I mean, right. you know. So it's out there. Oh, and then okay. Has, I thought it made the broadcast. Okay. No, and then he has to apologize. You know, all you right. little leaguers right. out there, don't give the double bird. Don't right. give the single bird. Well, you know, Stoney this year seems to be a little inconsistent. Now, the man does have criticism, but it's not obvious. You have to read into it. And there have been several occasions when that's happened. And that was, that was a weird turn. Like, I'm surprised he would have even commented on that. Because right. he it, knows better, and 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 it's, it is of interest. I mean, this is what we're dealing with. Well, and and look, you can, I guess, criticize the cameraman because you don't know the cameraman. He, you do know the director because he travels with the team, right? Right. Yeah. So, I guess it's easier. Yeah, yeah it's easier so you, to criticize people. I mean, look at these social media phenomenon. It's real easy to criticize people you don't know face to face. Right. And I mean, the director travels with the team throughout right at least they used to and I, I assume they still do because they know the team and everything just like the the uh on field reporters and everything else and, right. and so the the cameraman you might never have met you say well that's his fault no it's the director's choice i'm not saying fault it's his decision and he made the decision and it took on a life of its own because you don't normally see that that's not something you see every day now it would be interesting we'll never know but just uh it would be interesting if we ever did find out if that director was talked to about that, yeah, I hope you know, not. by the producer, I hope not either. Because again, as a director, as a cameraman, as a director, you need to go ahead and capture what you can capture, and it's up to the director to make the decision on what gets played and, and the executive producers involved in that too. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We're up against the break. We've got George wants to jump in on the home run question. Our question to you, how are we going to hit more home runs? We have had a very, very low output of home runs, especially at home, a ballpark that we know and we love on the south side. That has been home run central for the White Sox for a long time. This year, not so much other players are hitting home runs here. What do we need to do? Who do we need to point the finger at? What do the players need to do if you want to jump in? George will have his opinion. George is in River Grove. We'll get to him momentarily. And we'll get to you at 312-332-3776. Xander and Hanley on ESPN 1000. Welcome back to Xander and Hanley on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. Broadcasting from the old National Bank studio on State Street. It's going to be a hot one today, Brian. Yeah, it's been uh, 
It's been the summer of extremes, hasn't it? You know, if it's going to rain, it'll be three inches. If it's going to be hot, it's going to be 98. And then if it's kind of like, kind of like our baseball teams, when they're on, they're on. When they're not on, they're not on. And we're talking about home runs, right? And and you put up the Twitter poll question at ESPN 1000. How many White Sox players will hit 20 or more home runs? And the choices are one, two, three, or four. Now, last year, we had only two eclipse that. Even though we've been talking about how, what the difference was, the difference was in that Jose Abreu hit 30 last year. And the team hit 190, which put him 11th. So they weren't bottom third. They were... Right, right. And Yasmani hit 23. Now, this year, right now, we've got uh, Abreu at 15. I think he's going to overshoot 20. I would hope um, so. Yeah, I would hope so, too. Uh, and then we had Tim, Tim Anderson hit 17 last year. So as you mentioned, we were 11th overall in the, in the American league or all of baseball. Uh, 11th overall. Okay. 190 and, and TA has averaged 16 in each of the last five seasons. And he's sitting here with one since May 22nd. Right. And I think he has what, seven or eight total maybe. Yeah. Uh, six, six. Six. Okay. Yeah. You'd like maybe like eight by the end of the weekend yeah it would be nice three one two three three two three seven seven six our question is to you what do they need to do to hit more home runs what's the difference between this year and last year frank Menachino was the hitting coach last year and i do remember early on in his tenure when he joined the club he his message was stop thinking home runs well they they followed that yeah well and but they did last year and they did this year was that a delayed response george from river grove you're on with xander and hanley Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. Hey, George. How are you? All right. What's your answer, George, to this dilemma? Never mind the home runs. And let me ask you a dumb question. Out of 100 home runs, okay, how many have an influence on the outcome of the game? In other words, if you took erase the home run and all the runs driven in by the home runs, how many games does that influence the outcome? Okay. Do, you, do you have the number? I do. Okay. 62% of all home runs have no influence at all on the outcome of the game. Number one. Number two, all these hitters. Uh, let me ask you another dumb question. What makes for a superior hitter? Why is one guy a good hitter and the other next guy is not? Average. Duh. On base. Duh. Plus slugging. Uh, a good hitter doesn't miss a good pitch anywhere near as often as the rest of the squad. Okay? So... What what this tells you is when you're not hitting home runs, is you're not hitting good pitches when you get them. That's absolutely and, right. That's that's mental, okay. And what you have to say is, I don't understand you guys. Oh, we got to hit more home runs. Oh, okay. I'm gonna go hit some more home runs. You know, how do you think that's gonna work? It doesn't work that way. And these guys, George, you've heard the number. George, you've heard the numbers. You've heard what we've been telling you. Home runs do true. matter. And they are going to matter for this team. They absolutely will. They don't need to be swinging for the fences. Everyone's trying to hit three home runs with one swing. That may be the problem right now, and we're not hitting. But but, Both things can be true. Both things can be true. You can be trying to hit home runs. This team is capable of hitting home runs. They're not doing it this season. And the fact is they're 38-25 and when they hit one home run and 17-3 when they have at least two. And they're sitting two games above 500. There is a so correlation. Go out and hit a home run, right? No, that, that's just how it works. 
Hello. Uh, Hello. Well, the team goes Thank on. you, George. <laughs> the, George. Yeah. Uh, I look, George. And, and this was a George we were referring sure. to earlier. And, 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 and he brought up caller. the same I, thing the last time. He's been a great caller and we appreciate any opinion. But the thing is, Brian, your numbers back it up. It's that simple. Okay. Conceivably, if we have the team performing at such a top level, to, you know, hitting the singles, doubles, triples, and getting people home and all of that, would home runs matter as much? No. Maybe not because we're winning in different ways. This team is not doing that. This team is not hitting a lot of home runs compared to the rest of the league. How many home runs do the New York Yankees have? Did that oh matter this year? And look, I mean, a lot of people want to would go back and it's not second-guessing. They were saying at the time, wouldn't Kyle Schwarber look good on this team? I think he's third in home runs per uh, average at bat, like one point uh, every 11 point, 11 and change at bats, he hits a home run. And then obviously you have Aaron Judge. I mean, they're 17th in runs, which is squarely middle of the league, right? Of major leagues, right? Mm-hmm. If they, but they're they're bottom five in in home runs for a team, and and the company they're keeping, Cleveland, is the outlier too. It's it's the Kansas Cities and Oakland's of the world. Oakland actually has one more home run than White Sox. I'm not, George is right. You can go up there and say everyone's trying to hit a three-run home run with nobody on base. I get that. And, right? and that may be the problem as to why we're not even hitting consistently. Right. And, Maybe and, it has to go back to, look, put the bat on the ball. Don't worry about the home run. They will come. Maybe we're assuming that that is not the way they're thinking, but maybe that is. And, and look, last night, and that can be ab- absolutely true because he, they're letting good pitches go by mm-hmm. and they're not punishing pitchers right. for hanging up. Right. Last night, they were 0 for 5 with runners in scoring position, right? In the last six innings, whatever. I mean, the, the fifth inning, they had an opportunity to, to open up that game, right? So they won 2 to 1, and God bless them. But that was, the, you know, Dylan Cease deserved a little more cushion than that, right? Uh, because it's two to one give... versus the New York, or, uh, New York Rangers. That's a different sport. Yeah. Uh, against well, that the was Rangers... a Rangers type score, <laughs> right? New York Rangers and, type and, score. and and the thing is, when when we're playing the Astros or whomever, we're going to need a bigger spread than two to one, unless we have Dylan Cease on the mound, and we only have one of those. No doubt. I mean, I, I, and it, and it, what George was saying, and I want to make this point. We're agreeing with part of what George said, and that is that they are trying too hard to hit a home run. But then when he said home runs don't matter, simple math will tell you that home runs do matter. And I don't understand where he's getting that number where sixty some percent it doesn't, you know, matter in the outcome. There was no way that if the White Sox were hitting home runs more often, that that would be the case with the White Sox. Look, you, you, the Detroit Tigers were supposed to be a player in this uh, this season, right? In this division too, right? They have sixty four home runs. Are you telling me that their struggles? They have a lot of different issues, but that's not on the list. Um, I mean that that is so far down that might be the least number, or the lowest number. It's just. This team is, when you look on paper, this team has more than a few guys who should hit 20-plus right. home runs, right. right? Now, if we were hitting all solo home runs and, 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 not, and, and, and our pitching's just getting clobbered, then that would be a case where home runs don't matter. But that is not the case. Not even close. Yeah, I, look, I, I just, 
your question earlier in the show still stands. Why? Why? What, what is it? The approach? What needs to change from here moving forward? And again, they're on a nice run, right? They've won 15 of the last 24, and that's great. Um, but it's the they're only two games over 500 for like the second or third time since April. Mm-hmm. We're still waiting for them to accelerate and hit a streak and start putting a six or seven game win streak together to get some to catch Minnesota. And by the way, we talked about it last week. The Twins needed a starter and two bullpen arms. And guess what they got? A starter and two bullpen arms. Yes, they did. They're going for it. Yeah, they're going for it. And they need to because Carlos Correa is probably opting out after the season. And this division's very winnable for the White Sox or the Twins. I, I, unfortunately, I think Cleveland is falling behind, even though they're tied with the White Sox for second right now. Their playoff probability is much lower than you would expect. And we can talk about those numbers when we come back. Yeah, we, we actually have uh, Mad Mac is on, on the line. Well, let's get to Mad and, Mac. Well, why don't we do this after break? Uh, we'll tease this. He wants to back up George. Okay. On this whole thing. And, and this is this is a great conversation because the more we talk about this, I almost feel like, you know, Medicino, as I said last year, I, re, I just remember his or, or year before last, whenever he got to the team, he was preaching, don't worry about home runs. Hit the ball. The rest will take care of itself. Maybe they are worrying about home runs. And that is why. They're overthinking it, trying to do too much, and maybe they're and 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 that would indicate why they're impatient at the plate. Maybe that's what's happening. But pure numbers will back up that if you hit more home runs, chances are you're going to win more games. Rick Hahn said it himself. We'll take your calls. 312-332-3776. Back after this. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Xander and Hanley on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Brian Hanley, home runs are fun. They're always fun. When is a home run not fun? I mean, the scoreboard goes off when you hit a home run. Yeah, that's why they have the fireworks, right? That's exactly right. They don't do that for singles or doubles. Maybe they should do a half a presentation for a triple. Hey, if we led the league in triples... That means we would be scoring more runs and winning more games. Harry Carey didn't say holy cow for singles. And Jack Burkhouse didn't say, hey, hey, there goes one over the There post. goes one over the second baseman's head. There you go. I, I, you know, I, I, uh, we can, uh, well, let's let's. Well, the Mad debate Mac. goes on. We've got yeah. uh, from Griffith. Mad Mac, I'm not sure if he's angry. We'll find out. Mad Mac, you're on ESPN 1000. How you boys doing? Hey. Hey, Mac. What you got? Uh, I'll give you two quick analogies. You know why? You know why the uh, Golden State Warriors were the best basketball team in the last seven years? It's because of their prolific three-point shooting, right? Mm-hmm. Wrong. They score the majority of their points from mid-range. They're simply the most accurate three-point shooting team. Almost every team in the NBA in the top sixteen all shoot more than they do. How many but home runs did they have, though? <laughs> they're Let's better start. because they make them. Tiger Woods the same way. He did not win off the tee. He won everything after that. Now, in your Chicago White Sox, other than hitting home runs, they can't hit flies on the locker room wall. They're Mm -hmm. terrible hitters. The Yankees, when you go up and statistically look at what they do with their home runs, they average way more runs per home run than the White Sox by a country mile. You guys are sports writers in the in the area of journalism. 
you almost have, and not saying this in a mean way, but your understanding of statistics is clearly very low because you can't take one stat and just say, oh, because they hit home runs. Hey, That's helping hey, them. Mac, Mac, they, Mac, hold on, hold on. Take a breath here. Hold on. No, it's okay. Okay, no, no, no. I just, I just wait. Hold on. I just want. If the White Sox exchange their home runs for hits and get on base, they'd be in first place by ten games. All right, Mac. Thanks for the call. Uh, Look, look. I mean, he had all kinds of stuff to say and not uh, much patience to listen. Here's the thing: if we were a better hitting team, consistently, home runs. And all kinds of uh, singles, doubles, triples, whatever, would all equate to more runs, to more wins. Now, if there was a phenomenon where we could not hit singles, doubles, and triples, but we had more home runs than we do, that would amount in more runs and more wins. Am I wrong, Brian? No. Again, both things can be true. I mean, I'll go back to George's call. He's right. They're not hitting the pitches they should be. Oh, hitting. absolutely not. They're not. They're not. They're not making pitchers pay for mistakes, right? They're not. Nearly- and, and that's why two things can be true. We're having absolutely. two different arguments here, right? But okay, I'm going to go. I'm an idiot, and and uh, you know I don't understand stats. Yeah, okay. no, well, I guess I am too, and I'm a sports writer, which I never considered myself one. But okay. Well, but, you know, and apparently Rick Hahn's stupid, too. Ball goes far, team goes far. And I know a lot of people think Rick <laughs> No, Ron, not... a lot of people will back yeah. you up on that. Okay, so, I mean, I, I know where we're going there. Stop me when I, I don't get to a playoff team, okay? This is uh, teams with, with ni- a nice number of home runs, not, not 92 like your Chicago White Sox. Mm-hmm. Yankees 185. Okay, outlier. They're going to be in the playoffs. They might be in the World that, Series. That is almost more than double. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, let's just check out uh, what, what the uh, Dodgers are doing. Oh, Atlanta Braves. Yeah. Five and a half up on the wild card, right? Yeah. Right now? Yeah. Um, they've got 165. Uh, your Toronto Blue Jays, 138. Your Dodgers, 135. Oh, Milwaukee Brewers, who just traded away their closer. They have 147. Yeah. Likely going to be a playoff team. Uh, sitting in a wild card spot. How about right Astros? Astros are right up there. They're a team that likes to just hit and get them on, get them over, mm-hmm. and all that. But mm-hmm. they also don't. They don't mind hitting the ball out of the ballpark. They've got uh, 151. So I'm an idiot. Home runs don't matter, or don't matter nearly enough, and it's overstated. All I know is the White Sox are way well down on their average pace, and uh, individually and it's and making a difference on the win loss record. And by the way, it also makes a difference on stress for your pitchers and and how guys have to come into. You know, and that, that was- is a fabulous point, Brian. You're right because you you're pitching, you're you're putting your best performance out there. You're you're giving them uh, like a Lance Lynn or a, a Giolito. Hey, you're, Joe Kelly, you're fighting out through there it, yeah. seven times and been perfect. But yep. I mean, those are high stress pitches when you got protecting a one run lead. That's exactly right. And when you hit multiple home runs in a game, what's our record again? Uh, that would be seventeen and three. That's mm-hmm. a pretty nice pace you're on. Thirty eight and twenty five. Now, if we that. took if we took those games and took those multiple home runs away, how many would we have lost? A lot, because right. right. that's mean, that's uh, that's twenty games total. We're talking. Uh, you know, even the Mets. I mean, I can go up and down. It's just the Twins have one hundred and thirty two. You, you, it, I can go twelve deep here I until until I get to the Rockies, who you know hit home runs, but they have. 
they hit home runs because they're in a ballpark that you should hit home runs, and they only have five more than the White Sox because they're crap on a stick. Yep. I mean, the rest of them, rest of the teams among the league leaders, major league leaders, they, they all correlate to being a playoff team currently. That's and by the way, I want to bring this up that uh, probably needs to uh, be stated. Stats, you could look at them anyway and slice them and dice them to meet your narrative. So for somebody to say you don't know how to read stats, it's a bit ridiculous. Well, I don't need BaseballReference.com to to tell me the home runs still matter in baseball, particularly these days, right? Right. When when they've done everything they could in the last few seasons, four or five years, to to generate more runs and more scoring and more home runs, right? And I I just... there are a lot of issues with the White Sox team, and I'm not going to argue that their approach at the plate and their discipline and not taking The lack walks. of discipline and uh, leads to the lack of taking walks, yep. uh, timely hitting when you have others on base. All going of these things are issues. Field when, when the pitcher's going to give you something, right, you just put right. the bat on the ball. and, and Which Tim Anderson down. is famous for, except for right now, he's not able to do that. So all of these problems can be an issue at the same time. Correct. But, but... If we still had some of these problems, yet we were hitting more home runs, it would equal more wins because we've had a lot of close games where a home run, even a solo shot, you know, would have tied a game. And then okay. who knows what happens from there. The league average for OPS is 708. Okay? Your White Sox are now residing underneath the league average. Now, you know, tell me that doesn't matter. And that feeds into George's argument and Mad Max's argument as well. It's on base plus slugging, right? Mm-hmm. It all comes into play. But if you're a subpar team when it comes to OPS, you're really fighting against the grain and the current to be a playoff team, let alone trying to win a World Series or even a playoff series, right? Yep. Yeah, you know, uh, Al's jumping on here in Portage Park, wants to uh, share some thoughts. Hey, Al, what's up? Hey, good morning, fellas. How you doing? Good. Hey, Al. Good. Hey, uh, so a couple weeks ago, uh, we had talked, and I was the guy who said, uh, you know, the Sox should do the modern-day white flag trade. And, uh, you know, I know we talked a little bit about that. And uh, so I might be wrong on that. looks like they might have a shot to win this division. Uh, you know, we'll see. And, uh, you know, if these guys all stay healthy, you know, they could hit. I mean, they, they certainly can. If they can, all, if they can keep their main guys in the lineup healthy, then uh, – Maybe, yeah. I don't know. They could well, make some noise. Yeah, you know what, Al? If they're more patient at the plate, that yes. leads to more walks. That leads to better pitches. That could lead to more home runs. And runs win games. And the, yeah, the schedule no. sets up for them, too, because they have a whole a whole diet of losing teams on their Yeah, but you know what, schedule. Brian? I, I, after this week, I, I can't lean on that anymore. No, We have they, shown that that does not matter as much as it should. Right. That's why you're yeah. two games over 500. That's right. Thank I agree you. with you, fellas. Wait, wait, hold on a second. Oh, yeah. I, I agree with you, fellas. But I'll be honest, I'm a Sox fan, but I've moved on. I've moved on to betting on Saratoga and Delmar. That's been my focus. There you go, me, Al. So. Al, can you help me out? I, if I have one more pick five where I have the going into the fifth leg, I have the four to five favorite among two, three uh, left on my ticket, and I end up with Bupkis. That's how my Saratoga has been going. That's been awful. You know what? Uh, it's that's not been my Delmar. I, I've done yeah. that. Did it last night at Delmar. But yeah, I've been yeah. on the wrong side of, of photo finishes and got to turn that around. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, I'm with you. Al. 
Thanks, Okay, Al. good luck. Appreciate good luck, fellas. Okay. Yeah, you too. I love Del Mar. I, look, I'm, I'm not into the horses so much, but as a town, that's a beautiful place. Oh, my gosh, hang. where the surf meets the turf. Oh, my yes. God, are you kidding me? I, 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 if, if I know that I'm dying tomorrow, I'm taking a bus out there. Well, I'll tell you what. If, if I can go to Des Plaines and, and buy one of those winning tickets, I, I'm buying Del Mar. Um, you need a, you know. The whole town a, or the track? Well, I, I, maybe the, the 450. What was it? After taxes, it was $1.32 billion, And after taxes, they got $466 million, whoever won. Four, yeah, around no, 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 that was million, no, yeah. seven, no seven something. I no, think was the walk away. No, no the I thought the number. I thought the number was the takeaway cash plus taxes landed no, them. Uh, no, seven. no, cash. Okay. cash uh, option. Sorry, I'm three hundred million off. It's still yeah, a lot. Give or take, if your right. accountant is doing your taxes. Right. You um, rider, sports rider. I guess rider. it matters. It, it's four hundred sixty-six million. Something seems wrong there, right? One point three two billion. But I live with the four four sixty-six. Yeah, you but will. You, you live. You live in Del Mar. You better have. It it takes a lot to live in a place like that. Oh, my Lord. Yes, it does. All right, so we've got a couple calls lined up. Chris and Matt are on hold, and we will get to them in two minutes here on ESPN 1000.